0: Hello and welcome to The Spill Sesh with Sage. It is me, Sejal, your host with you. Episode 34, the last episode of 2020, the last episode of season one. How are you doing? Oh my God, it's been a year-ish, a little less than a year. Season one of Spill Sesh with Sage is going to be wrapped Today, when you're listening to this, so I mean, to me, it's just insane, first of all, that I even started this podcast to begin with. And the fact that it did well, relatively, and people are actually listening to it, I get feedback every week, and I've been finding new guests. I think it's just insane, and I'm so happy and proud of what I've accomplished with this podcast, and it's just the beginning, baby. There's so many exciting guests I have for next year planned and for season two and I just hope that this podcast can you know take flight and hopefully become really big one day and I don't know I just I'm so proud of all that we've done and I'm so thankful to you for listening to my conversations here on The Spill Sesh and for engaging with me for always like responding to my Instagram polls and everything it really, really means a lot. So as I'm recording this, I thought I would add in a little story time, a little spill a tea segment because why not? That's literally what's happening right now. I currently have a pink eye. Um, my left eye is about half the size of my right eye. It is extremely swollen. It's about, it's in pain. And um, let me just tell you the story. So, I went to get my brows done because obviously my birthday is coming up. hee, hee and um, I need to look snatched for my birthday you know my my brows need to be sharp enough to cut somebody so i need to get the peach fuzz off my face i need to look amazing so i went to get my brows done easy peasy like a 10 minute thing and probably while i was getting my brows done something must have gone into my eye and usually that happens it's nothing new and when it does like okay just have to wash my eye and big deal you know it goes away in like 10 seconds This time, however, I was driving home and my i literally flared up it was so red it was so beyond itchy and not just my eye like above my eye as well i'm like what the heck is going on like the i thank god it was just a short drive home i made it home i ran up to my house i ran to the toilet and like washed my eye thoroughly and that didn't even help usually it does and that didn't help i was like oh shit so okay then i went to go get eye drops and i put the eye drops in and then I was like okay okay like it'll be fine and then five minutes later my other eye starts itching I'm like what the heck is going on so I have to put eye drops in that then my eye started burning and I was like I give up and then I just had to like close my eyes for 20 minutes and here we are one swollen eye one itchy eye and me recording a podcast looking like a hot mess because I really want to get this episode up I have not missed a single episode this year and sis is not about to miss an episode now even though she has one swollen eye and that is the dedication here at this film sesh but yeah um just a ridiculous story i thought i had to share on the podcast but anyway speaking of not missing an episode just a little update this will be the last episode for the year as i said and i will (laughs) be taking a break not a very long one probably one to just one to two weeks or something and um i guess my podcast listeners then you will hear it here on the podcast first i really want to rebrand this full sesh and do a full shoot and everything and you know come better, come stronger for season two. So let's see. I already have a few guests lined up. I've been reaching out to people. I've been sliding into people's DMs and I'm really excited for the guests I have coming up for Jan because it's just really interesting. And I don't know, like, I just really shoot my shot and like slid into bigger personalities DMs. Not everyone got back to me, but quite a few did, so I'm excited. Whatever you want to listen to as well, whoever you want to see on the podcast, please let me know. I'm more than happy to take suggestions. We have 12 months, you know, next year. Let me know for season two, who would you like to see? So anyway, this podcast episode is basically a thank you 2020, you know. 2020, I think goes without saying, is is a shitty year. It really has been a shitty year for everyone uh, we were hit with a global pandemic that we did not see coming we had to go into lockdown we had to readapt the way human lives are meant to be lived without human interaction a lot of things went virtual school work no more business trips research everything vaccines like this year honestly kudos to you for making it through um it's been a rough one but at the same time As rough and as horrible it has been, 2020 has been actually one of the most eye-opening years for me. Uh, Pun intended with one one swollen eye that I can't open. But um, yeah, it actually really has been life-changing almost, I want to say. You know how like every year you go into that, you're like, okay, this year is going to be my year. And funnily enough, if you watch my last video of December 2019, I was talking I think I was doing a Get Ready With Me and I was talking about exchange. And I was like, 2020 vision, 2020 is going to be my year. And at that time, a year ago from today, what I envisioned to be my year was so different than the way it played out, if that made any sense. It still was my year and I'm going to get into it. But at that time, I was thought it will be my year because I'm going to be traveling the world. I'm going to... Actually, more so of that, you know, I'm going to work on myself and things like that. But I didn't realize the extent... To which i would go through a full transformation my life then was so different from my life now and i think this literally i don't think i've ever had a year where my entire life changed whether it is who i'm with the relationships i have with my friends family whatever it is and i always say that every year on my birthday is very funny because it's always different people (laughs) and like that's just a reflection to show that like life just keeps changing and people who were like in your life a year ago may not be in your life today. And it's always just very interesting to be like, who's gonna be on my, like surrounding me on my birthday this year? I want to know. But then, of course, there are always those few constants, which I'm so grateful for. And you know what? I make new friends, which I'm so grateful for, which I'm gonna get into. But anyway, as I was saying, 2020 has just been one of those years where like, it actually did happen where I'm like holy shit I am an entirely new person and I've always wanted to feel this way at the end of the year and I just never did like I just thought it was very overrated like oh like I changed at the end of the year and I was just like yeah that doesn't happen for me I'm pretty much the same old bitch but this year oh my god the amount of growing I had to do on my own was immaculate and I'm so happy and very very proud of myself For getting through this year the way I did. And with the obstacles that came my way. And I'm not trying to, you know, throw myself a pity party. Because I'm very well aware that everyone has really gone through it this year. But so have I. And I can only speak for myself. And the obstacles that I got through this year were pretty bad. And um, probably the worst I've ever had to deal with. And I came out stronger. I really did. And I am so grateful to 2020 for... Teaching me these important life lessons that I would have never gotten if any of this had never happened. So, as much as yes, you know, it was a horrible year for everyone, but I'm actually very, very grateful for 2020 and what it has done for me. So, I mean, other than traveling the world, which was my main goal for 2020, like, you know, maybe not the world, but Europe, I was supposed to travel so much this year on my own and figure out. You know, the kind of person I am, go on this life-changing journey on exchange. And although that didn't obviously go to plan for obvious reasons, um, I actually did accomplish a a lot of the things that I felt I had set out to do in the beginning of 2020. And I mean, okay, let's just start with exchange and getting COVID in the beginning. And obviously in Jan, I went through something very, very personal and very, very horrible. And I was severely severely sad and that was the most change i had ever experienced in my life and i was all alone in brighton i had Rima was me. thank god for her i had my chachi i had reishu and my my cousin who lives in the uk and i had them my they were my rocks and my support system through that month uh through jen and feb because if they weren't there i don't know what i would have done and um so that was hard you know going through that personal change in my life and um after that covid hit and this six month exchange that i had been planning for an entire year and i'm not even exaggerating when i say an entire year like i don't want to get into it but i really have planned the entire of 2019 whether it was planning the holidays planning the airbnb planning the finances oh my god the amount i worked in 2019 and saved and saved and saved and budgeted just to be able to support myself financially when i'm in the uk was insane and you know like covid happened we had to get it cut short and to be very honest that horrible experience with exchange and then me coming home and literally getting diagnosed with covid was probably the most traumatic experience of 2020. And I don't use the word trauma lightly, but it really was very, very impactful in my life. And um, it honestly clouded most of my 2020. You know, with exchange getting cut short, I understand it's a very first world problem. But I think for those of the other students whose exchange got cut short, like you will understand how it must have felt, because our lives literally, or I don't even know how to explain it. But I don't want to sound too dramatic, but at the same time, like, I had to mourn it. I think I spent months, it was like a breakup. Like, I had to mourn that loss of my plans, my experience that I could have had, my money. I lost so much money. Thank God, I still have a lot of my savings that I managed to recover. But, you know, like, a good amount of money was lost. I had to mourn that. And I had to mourn the fact that 2020 was just not going to be what I set out to be. And especially for someone like me, who's such a planner and who's just so set on like certain things happening the way I wanted to happen. It was extra hard for me. And of course, when I was in isolation in the NCID, like that was in itself a whole other story. So that honestly clouded a lot of my 2020. Um, The first six months were just Like getting COVID was pretty much the scariest moment of my life, you know, because I know I don't talk about it on the podcast, but I guess I made a YouTube video about it already and I, you know, managed to put my message out there and I'm very happy with that. And I think that was the one great thing that came out of the experience is that I managed to, you know, send a message out to people and help people and support them and go on different shows to talk about this and to spread the message of staying home and staying safe. During that time, and I was just—it was just very, very amazing that I managed to do that. I managed to turn something that was this probably the scariest moment of my life, where I genuinely didn't know if I would make it out alive to, um, something positive. So that was very, very amazing, and I'm very proud of myself for that. And, you know, I remember even when I was in the hospital, I was literally dealing with exchange. Like, can you imagine? I had COVID, and I had to be like on the phone. I was on email with N B A B. I was. Going through my finances, all of this, like my laptop, on my laptop twenty four seven writing emails, the stress of exchange just didn't stop. There was so much admin work that had like went on till maybe May June. I don't even know. So that was just, that was just not fun at all. But you know what? I'm a huge believer in everything happens for a reason. I really, truly believe that I was not meant to go to Europe this year. Whether it's because something bad might have happened and um the universe rather would have made let me lose that money and let me travel gain more money earn more money and then travel properly in the future when I am more ready maybe you know I I don't know I'm always searching for reasons I'm always searching for a silver lining I think that's just the way I live my life like when something bad happens I'm like you know what it's there is a bigger purpose to this so that's how I led the rest of 2020 I was like you know what it was not meant to be and that's okay it's not the end of the world shittier things are happening and that's when I I think when I started to change my mind about exchange and heal from that wound that's when things started picking up in 2020 and that's when I could just really set in stone that 2020 was not the way it was going to be but it's fine then it'll be something else and it was it was beautiful in its own way I mean think about it if exchange didn't get cancelled and if I didn't get COVID I probably wouldn't have started this podcast so I don't know if you know actually the original the, how this podcast even originated so actually when I was on exchange there I was at the University of Sussex in Brighton and um there was this like CCA that was a radio show now if you don't know I was actually a radio jockey in neon poly I was on radio heatwave I was a jock and I had my own show so I was like wow this is such as up my alleys about an hour a week commitment that's perfect and I really want to get to know more people here so I was like I'm gonna sign up so the application process for that radio show was I had to come up with a show title, a cover art, and a description for my show. So I was like, oh shit, okay. So I brainstormed, I went on different um, websites to help me brainstorm, and obviously, finally, I came up with this bill sesh. And then I had that ugly-ass cover art that I made on, like, Photoshop. Oh my god, if you were there from the beginning, you know what I'm talking about. And it was so ugly, but I was like, I don't even know how to design. So I'm just going to do it. And I found this photo that I used from a photo shoot just recently at the time. And I sent it in. And I didn't get it because the time slot that I wanted was taken. And the only time slot that was available was a weekend. And I was like, I'm not about to travel an hour to school on a weekend when I'm on exchange to do a radio show. I was like, fine. So I had these files, my cover art and everything, all in my laptop saved. And I just never did anything with it. And I forgot about it. Uh, I just completely forgot about it. And it was just sitting there on my laptop. And suddenly, one day, when I came back, like this was after COVID, um, I was already home. And I was just probably thinking of content ideas. And I was really into YouTube also. And I was really getting that, you know, my grind on. And then I was like, wait, why don't I start a podcast? I mean, I have all the time in the world. I have nothing better to do. And I love talking. And I love Podcast. i think one thing people didn't know about me is that i actually listened to podcasts a lot before i started my own and um since starting my own i've even expanded that and i've been listening to even more podcasts and podcasts for me had always been a sense of comfort had always been a sense of entertainment that not a lot of people got and this year obviously podcasts blew up because of covid and everything you know so i think i hopped on the train at the right time and i'm so happy that i did and that's literally how The Spill Session was born. It was because it was supposed to be something else. And I came home and I had time on my hands. And I was like, alright, I'm just going to plan an episode, record it and get it up there. And it just so happened to be a Monday that I got it up. Then I'm like, okay, I guess Mondays will be the day I put up a new episode and I didn't stop since. And I don't know. It's just been an amazing journey so far. So that was the story and the urgent story of the podcast. And honestly, if Exchange chicken can cancel... This would not have happened. So 2020, in fact, was my year. And I had to go through all of that for something bigger to come. And I really do believe that this podcast is going to be big one day. And right now, I'm so happy with where it is. But you know me. Like, I'm going to take it even further. Just you wait. And I just think that maybe, maybe the reason why I didn't get to travel is because I was building something else. And that was this podcast. I don't know. It could be something completely different. But I would love to look at it this way. It's a silver lining for me. And this podcast is truly the birth it's my child (laughs) and I just love I love it so much like you don't understand like when I talk to guests usually I get very like scared I am a very sociable person I love talking to people but it is daunting and I think the one good thing with you know everything going virtual is that I never had to meet these people in real life like I just did it over zoom facetime whatever and skype and it was so daunting like I would dread it the like hour before and I'm like taking a nap like shit I have to talk to someone I've never spoken to before but then the minute I do it I swear every single week when I have a guest on my show and when I hit the end call like the end button on the call I feel so amazing I feel like I've learned so much I feel like an amazing conversation I'm not even exaggerating but the joy I get from having these conversations with different people who inspire me leaves me on a high of inspiration and determination and hard work that I just don't even know how to explain. Like it makes me want to hustle even harder and it just makes me want to do more of this. So even though yes, this is a fashion project, I'm not actually earning anything from this. It is literally just a side project and I think that's why I love it so much because it's not my job but because I just love it and I love the feeling it brings me and I love the messages that you are sending me, you know, when you listen to this. So, I don't know. I think that's the, you know, one of the really biggest highlights of 2020 was starting this baby. And I mean, if I think about it, I think 2020 was really, in fact, in my year. I remember uh, 2019, I was like, ooh, I'm going to be independent because I'm going to be living, you know, alone. In the UK, foreign country, foreign school, new people. So I was like, I'm going to gain independence. And to be very honest, even though that got cut short, I did. I did gain independence in a very different way that I did not think I would get at all. Like, I did not expect it at all. And I think that's what made it even more daunting. But navigating the fact that I could lead life on my own as one human and I didn't need someone else to be with me 24-7, whoever that may be, that was probably the biggest lesson I learned that I actually was fine. Although I would say getting to that process was really hard. Obviously, you know, you're used to always having someone around you and suddenly you don't. That's hard for anyone. And um, it was extremely hard for me, but it's a year later now and I realized that I am okay on my own. And I didn't think I would be. And also on that note, I think I want to leave this chapter of my life in 2020. So meaning um 2021 episodes I'm not going to talk about it anymore. I really don't want to. I want to like I cannot let this personal thing that happened to me literally define my entire podcast and <laughs> my life. Like I need to just close this chapter as hard as it is, but it was a very big part of the year and I gained a lot from it as much as I did lose. And anyway, also i became an influencer i mean listen i always was a content creator but this year i actually took it to the next level like i was so consistent with my content i was grinding so hard and i put in so much effort and it paid off because towards the end of the year i actually started getting ads like paid promotions and i've never gotten paid for anything influencer related and this year was the first time i got paid and not, i'm not saying that i got paid big bucks it was really like just a token probably so it's not a lot but it's something I mean it's something like you know who knows maybe I can build this into an empire one day I don't know like if I love doing this next year as well maybe I can continue to build it and it's because of I think of that trust and relationship that I've built with the people who follow me um i obviously pick and choose you know what i decide to promote and i don't promote everything in the beginning yeah i was like so excited but now i'm just like i don't have to promote everything like i remember easy buy i think reached out to me and i was like yeah no i don't think this really fits with my brand so yeah i think once i started earning i realized that the image i have online is so important and not just influencer gigs mc gigs like i started sharing a lot more about that side of my life online which was really cool because i did that just out of like I just love it I made a public speaking video I do put a lot of like Instagram stories whenever I host people reached out to me through Instagram to host their events so I actually managed to get more clients through that which is insane like usually I just stick through MC club but now I managed to actually gain clients and a rapport on my own like an own networking and that's amazing and that's really truly the power of social media and whether you use it right and I did and I started so many new things this year as well. Uh, pole dancing, sis, is a little bit injured from that. But uh, tomorrow, I have, I'm have, i getting back to pole, so I'm very excited. I did not think I would ever do pole dancing in my life. Like, I've always wanted to um, for years, but I just never did, just because I was very afraid of the stigma. But this year, I was like, screw it. I'm happy. This is interesting, and I want to try it. And I fell in love with it. I also, you know, started personal training, which I stopped now because I think I can continue on my own. And honestly, in Jan, I don't have the time because I'll be working. And that's happening. I'm going to be interning in Jan. And there are just so many other endeavors that I did and I'm so proud of myself. Like, that was so cool. I did so many new things, you know. And also, the one thing I'm very proud of as well is that I managed to finance these things on my own and because I was earning on the side. So small achievements like this Especially for someone who wants to be financially independent one day and not have to rely on my parents at all, I've obviously I will be you know when I work full time. But that's still a long time to go. But I at while I am not working full time, I still want to work to be financially independent. And the fact that I not was, but like I'm working towards that makes me very happy because at least I'm putting effort into my goals, and I'm not just manifesting it. Like there's nothing wrong with manifestation, but. I feel like with manifestation, you really need to just also put in the effort. So that was really cool that I really did put in the effort and I managed to, you know, really get some stuff out of it. And also, I think the one thing that I really, really did this year was I put myself first and I put my own mental health as the biggest priority this year. And whether that meant saying no to a lot of people, a lot of social gatherings, whether that meant just spending time with myself and the pain and booking a lot more therapy sessions i am so glad because now i feel like when i have something like i can get out of it on my own like when i get into a very bad mental health situation i actually managed to do it on my own and i found different coping mechanisms and this is takes this has taken years of therapy but um it's finally paying off and especially this year i think with the amount of time i had i really did a lot of reflection on myself i journaled a lot more Um, And I just really put myself first. I tried doing meditation. I exercised like crazy. And I don't know. I think that really, really blossomed within me. Because I feel... Even though shit's not 100%. Like I'm not 100% amazing and 100% great. There are days where I really fall. But even though I fall, I pick myself up. And I think that is what I'm very, very happy that I managed to learn how to do. Because... A few years ago, if you see me like falling, I would just lay on the floor and lay there for hours. Like I wouldn't be able to get up and continue with my day. So I think I just made a lot of progress in that aspect as well. And I'm, I've still a very long journey to go. But, you know, at least I really put in the effort and made it a priority. So yes, you know, 2020 was a roller coaster. But I really want to focus on the good as I have been. You know, this episode, I it started off a bit negative. But I really want to focus on the good things that 2020 brought and I think I'm doing that, <laughs> doing a good job, I hope. So coming back to the podcast itself, I want to talk about what I learned through this podcast. One very, very big lesson I learned was at the boundaries of oversharing. Now, I don't know what it is with podcasts, but I've also heard this from other podcasters. Like when I listen to podcasts, they say that it's like, It's not just me, okay? But when you're recording by yourself and there's no camera on you, for some reason, you just want to tell your entire life story. You want to just spill everything that's going on in your life. And that is not healthy in any means because, yes, people will be able to learn from it. Yes, it's entertainment. Yes, it's content. But where is the line that is drawn where you keep some stories for yourself and also like keep some part of your life private? So I think that was a very big... Thing that i had to learn because i was in the public eye for, quote unquote public eye okay i'm not in the public eye but you know what i mean like with my instagram on public with me promoting my podcast so much with people listening you know it got really weird especially when like people will be like oh yeah you know i know this happened to you and i'm like wait what how oh you said in your podcast i'm like oh my god i did like i don't even remember because i don't listen back to my episodes once it's out obviously i listen while while i'm editing it but I don't listen to my podcast on my own. That's really, I don't know. It's a bit weird. I listen to other people's podcasts. So I forget what I say. And then like people just know my whole life story. Like I'm not interesting anymore for when I meet new people. And especially when it came to dating, I know I did a lot of dating episodes this year because that was honestly the epitome of my life in 2020. My failed dating life. But a lot of the guys on these dating apps would listen to the episodes and would know so much about me. And that was like a little bit freaky. And, like, they were like, oh, yeah, I listened to this episode. I'm like, oh, shit, really? And, like, how are you going to get to know me on my first date if you already know everything about me? So that was the one thing I really learned this year. I was like, okay, maybe I should stop oversharing. And, like, just because I have a lot of stories to tell doesn't mean I have to tell every single story, you know? And um, some things are just meant to get personal, and I'm just very bad with that because I just want to share my entire life story. I love listening to people's life stories. And in the moment, I'm like, ah, oh, what's going to happen? Like, nothing's going to happen. There's no consequence of this. But then, obviously, I learned the consequences after that. So, I <laughs> messed up a little bit. But you know what? You live and you learn. Season 1 was about finding out how to become a podcaster. And that was what I learned. And also, um, I really, truly found my voice. Like, you know, before this, I was so scared of talking. Because I... I don't have an accent, I really don't, but I do speak more clearly, and I enunciate, so I don't have a Singaporean accent, and I was very scared that when I do a podcast, like, people would think I'm being pretentious, but really, this is how I speak, maybe just a little bit more clearer, so that the audio is good, um, but yeah, this is actually how I speak in real life, so, like, I was like, oh my god, I don't know whether people will like it, but I don't know, a lot of feedback I've gotten is, like, my voice is very soothing, so I'm glad, (laughs) but, um, I think the main thing also is just finding my voice finding what i'm passionate about literally and you know um emotionally as well like being able to talk about things and being able to find topics i'm passionate about that i didn't even know i was passionate about to begin with so that has been very very interesting with this podcast and also managing a full-on social media page on my own so Not that I haven't had experience with this, but I've always done it for clients, whether it's freelance or whether it's during internships, you know, I work in this industry. So I, all the, it's amazing because all the skills I have learned over the years from work, I finally put it into myself. And that was a very rewarding moment because I knew exactly how to launch a social media page. I knew exactly how to build it. And let me tell you, it's not easy. It really isn't. I think a lot of people think that social media is very easy to do, but it's not. There's a lot of strategies. There's a lot of planning behind it. And since I started, I've been posting three times a week on my Spill Sash account. If you're not following already, please follow at the Spill sesh with Sage. And, you know, that takes a lot of time out of my day, especially when I'm editing videos and stuff. Like, that's no joke, okay? It takes time and picking out the snippet. So, I mean, I love it. But at the same time, I didn't realize how time-consuming it was going to be. But I learned a lot from it. I continue to learn and I continue to grow. And now I've learned from how I manage my social media this year. And I'm going to do it a bit differently next year. So that's why I need to take this time off to like rebrand and recoup and you know think about how I want my page and my branding to look like if I want to grow this podcast. So yeah, I think putting in knowledge and skills back into me, investing those skills back into me was a very rewarding moment because for finally I wasn't working for someone else; I was working for me, and I was working for free, really. But um, I'm still building my my knowledge, my a skill. How many times have I said knowledge and skills? But you know what I mean. And honestly, it did help a lot in my portfolio because when I applied for internships and stuff, the first thing I'm like, I host my own podcast. I manage my own social media pages. So really, it was a win for me. And um, yeah, I think you know, tapping into this creative side of my brain and pursuing a lot of these projects and business ventures. Hint, hint. I don't know, putting it out here. But let's not talk about that. And coming up with these new ideas was very very cool that i would have never done in 2019 i think another thing that we all learned this year was working from home and embracing the new normal i know how many people hate that term and even i do but you know what it is what it is okay working from home was very interesting i hardly went to school this year i mean i'm very you know okay Funnily enough, right? I remember before uni started, I was like, oh my god, I hope I don't have to go to school because it's so far from me. NTU's in a freaking jungle, okay? And I was like, oh, you know, since everything is online, I don't have to go to school. I don't have to interact with anyone. And I'm great sitting at home and doing school online. But let me say, I am so grateful that NTU opened their doors to us and I managed to go to school about three times a week and have like other virtual classes because I did not realize how important that human interaction was in school. Whether it was interacting with your professors, interacting with your new classmates, you know, things like that is very, very important. And I didn't realize how much I needed that until I got it. So that was very, very I was very happy, but I actually really enjoyed the balance where I wasn't in school every day. So I like, I think what I've realized is that I like working from home, but I also like going to the office slash school. So I don't mind a balance of it, but either one or the other, it's just, I don't know how anyone's going to go back to that because now we're all used to a certain way of living. So I don't know. Let's see the vaccines coming out next year. Touch wood. It works. Let's see if we ever go back to the way we were Honestly, I don't think we'd ever go back to the way we were. I don't know. I just feel like we're all so shaken by this pandemic that we just are living, gonna be living life on the edge. Like I, especially when it comes to traveling and stuff. Like when things go back to quote unquote normal, if it ever does, I don't know. It's just gonna be very very different, and I'm interested to see how that changes. And I mean, okay, on the relationship side, obviously, I you know there were friendships that were lost, but. I also gained so many friends this year and I met so many new people which have just been amazing. I never knew that I could make friends in my 20s and I'm so blessed to have certain girls in my life that I met this year and like it's crazy that I even made friends at 23. I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me but I'm so happy that I did. So I don't know. I just feel like everyone in your life comes in for a reason whether it's for... What is that quote? Like it's a lesson... A season, or forever, something like that. I don't know. Let me know if the quote if you know what I'm talking about. But it's just interesting because literally, I told you like last year, like I thought I'll be surrounded by a certain group of people my entire life, but then I just wasn't. And now I meet new people again. So life is just constantly changing. The people that you have around you are so important because you are a reflection of the who you hang out with, especially like the five people that you hang out with. So. I obviously want to better myself all the time and surrounding myself with these positive girls and people that I've met this year and not just new people, reconnecting with old people. I think that's one of the biggest things I've done in 2020 and letting go of all my insecurities when it comes to friendships and just focus on what I do have, that has been amazing as well. And you know, with this whole like meeting in small groups as well, honestly, honestly, I've enjoyed it because... I have managed to make connections on such a different level, even with my own family. So like let's say like I'm coming from a very, very big family, and we usually do like very big gatherings for birthdays, holidays, Diwali, Christmas at my nani nana's house. And like a bunch of us would come and it's a huge gathering because why not, right? Like just one time do it and you know get it sorted. But this year we have to do it many, many, many meetings and gatherings for a certain event or festive occasion. So let's say Christmas um Christmas was amazing by the way I had so many different secret santas but like okay let's say Christmas with my family I've had to meet my different families one-on-one but that has been so amazing because I've had conversations with my cousins that I normally wouldn't have because I'm talking to them one-on-one and not when like there are 10 cousins in the house and not just with family but with friends as well like like being able to talk to people about certain things I never knew I would be able to talk about because we're on that such an intimate level now, that's been really, really good. And I really do hope that that can be carried on 2021. Not the restriction on the number of people, but the connections and the intimate conversations that we are learning to have with people and forcing ourselves to have. It's not just small talk anymore, like it's actual conversations. And that's what I really like because it's not useless words coming out of your mouth. You know, when you're with such a small group, you can't do that and um, that that's been really really nice as well and obviously you know I think making mistakes (laughs) I made a few mistakes this year but I learned I was a little reckless I was just free and honestly like I wouldn't have had it any other way like all the mistakes I've made has just made me grow into a wiser hopefully person and it's just taught me that like I the only way for me to learn is to make these mistakes and if I never made these mistakes I would have never experienced what I did to realize that I don't want to do that again and I don't know just I felt so free this year I felt so carefree I felt so like crazy and crazy than normal and that was also an interesting experience even though I think I took it a bit overboard. But you know what? It's fine. 2020 was an interesting year for me. And I really, really let loose. I think that's what it is. I let loose. I stopped caring about what people think of me to a certain extent or to an extent a lot larger than it was at last year. And I stopped caring about what image I have to portray as Sejal Bagaria. I just wanted to be authentically me. And that doesn't mean that I'm picture perfect. Like, I really am not. I swear. I screw up. I fall. I fall literally and I have crazy stories I go on crazy dates and all of these things are authentically me and I think people specifically people in my life were not used to seeing that but I became my own and I just really took it in my stride to like obviously still be a good person but break out of my shell and stop caring about this impression that I had to maintain and obviously there was a whole journey with men please go listen to the episodes if you haven't already um you know what but a year later this is doing good i mean it's a work in progress and i just really don't think i need to be with anyone to be happy but if someone comes into my life i'm not gonna like be like bye like if someone comes then great if it doesn't also i'm good i think this year was the year of firsts i think whether it's going on first dates first poll classes first friends like all of this it was really a year of firsts so i'm very grateful for learning all these things Alright, so I mean, as heartbreaking as 2020 was, it was extremely liberating for me. And I think liberation is something I've never experienced in my life. And I don't think I've ever felt more free than I have this year. And I want to share a little memory with you. And when I was in the UK, I remember something had happened. And I was like, I just need to be on my own for a second. And I walked by myself. In the rain, in the wind, listen to some good music and then my phone died. And I was so happy that it did and I had to find my way around the university on my own. But I remember taking such deep, pure breaths on that street and on that pavement and feeling for the first time feeling that I was free. And I have made sure to remember what that feels like. And anytime I feel like I'm trapped, I go back to that day of remembering how free I felt. And I tell myself, this is not worth it to feel like this when I could be feeling like that. So that's why I think, you know, the whole roller coaster with men was just so much because I just knew that I cannot feel bad, you know. I had to feel the way I did and that's been interesting as well. So I just want to thank 2020 for being the most life-changing year of my life. I am proud of the person I've become. I know I still have a long way to go and I have a lot of work to put in myself. But that doesn't erase the hard work and the effort that I put into becoming who I am today. And I've also learned, you know, just live your own life, bitch. Like, who else is going to live better than you, you know? So, thank you, Next 2020. You were great, I'm, but I am grateful for you. You know, you were a little bit difficult, but I think everyone has a sense of gratitude for bringing us closer to our family and friends. And cherishing our loved ones, really because you really never know when a global pandemic might hit thank you so much for sticking with me thank you so much for sticking with me through season one please follow the spill sesh with sage on instagram if you haven't already there's going to be a lot of exciting content coming up and i will see you all in 2021 happy new year to everyone and i really do hope 2021 is a better free for you and if it isn't then it's okay. Let's not put too much pressure on it. Let's just take it a day at a time. And we've got this. We've got this all together. I love you. Thank you once again. Bye.